So the other day, I had to call a debt collector on behalf of a client because the client told me that he was harassing him and threatening him with like a lawsuit. And he was just generally scaring him, trying to intimidate him into paying a debt that he was just unsure was legitimate. And I was like, all right, I'll call him and see what, what, what we figure out. And I had a feeling the call was going to get interesting, but I didn't set up a camera because, you know, we can't set up a camera on every call we make. Uh, but this one, I should have set up a camera, but we didn't. But we record all our calls like, you know, we were uh, like we should. So check it out. Oh, this is. Oh, this is. Yeah, this is. Hey, my name is Anselmo. I'm calling you from Innovative Credit Solutions on behalf of our client. I talked to some uh, you, the attorney, right? I'm not an attorney. I'm a credit consultant. Um, oh, okay. Because the individual said that you're the attorney that you were going to be calling. Okay, how can I help you? Well, um, we just want to get to the bottom of it. He's. Uh, we want to make sure what the debt is for because we may have helped with him. We may have helped him resolve it before in the past. So we want to make sure it's not something that should have been included in our program that wasn't, or maybe something that was that you guys still believe is owed, where maybe we have proof that it's not owed. Yeah, and so your answer is indicating that it's not paid. That's the name of the creditor, sir, and that's what you're at. It's the brokerage firm that we mediate the claims for. So it's nearly in their contractual agreement. Okay, so he said brokerage firm that they mediate the claims form for. That already was a red flag. You see, when you call it, with the experience that I have in the debt collection industry, that is not a term that's used in the business. So that immediately caused me to throw up a red flag and go, okay, I need to ask some more questions. I need to figure it out because this does not sound legit at all. Well, I'm sure you're aware of what all that means, but it allowed the litigation proceeding for the $2,000. Litigation proceedings for $2,000. That is a interesting choice of words that he used and it'll backfire on him later, as you'll see. But they tend to use those types of words to intimidate consumers. Don't fall for it. So who was the original bank? He is the bank. So are you a new debt collector that was assigned to this account then? We mediated for our brokerage firm, which is working as a stock market. So that's a brokerage firm that actually is responsible for that debt. When you say mediate, do you mean an attempt to collect the debt? Correct. Okay. And you're threatening him with a lawsuit. I'm not threatening him with anything. Actually, he did. He said litigation. That is a lawsuit. It's not. We don't deem that. All I do is finalize the request, send it back to the brokerage firm, and they deem whatever action they want to do. Okay. So have you? So then, who sent the first Dunning notice? Was it you guys, or was it this account brokerage firm? It was the It was in-house collections. This is the first time it got outsourced. So the collection actions were within So I'm not going to argue FTCPA law with you. I'm not somebody arguing should FTCPA. Have, somebody should have sent them a first dunning notice when they're attempting to collect the debt. If that's not you guys, then you either need to send it or you need to direct me to the appropriate debt collector that has the proper authority to collect this. Which would be us. So did you send on, behalf, on behalf of the brokerage firm, right. So did you guys send the first dunning notice to him? Because you have to send the first dunning notice. It would have been done by the original creditor, sir. You're not going to trip me up on FDCPA. I'm fully aware of it. That would be completed by the original creditor. When the it was original creditor, 
the original right. creditor is not governed under the FDCPA. So and therefore, why not? they don't have to send the first lending notice. Because if you read the first line of the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, it governs third-party debt collectors. So if you're acting as a third-party debt collector, you should have so to where, let me ask you a notice. question. Where's the power of attorneys for anything, first of all? like I honestly <laughs> don't have to talk to you without you, a power of attorney. You probably should have asked that question at the beginning of this phone conversation before you disclose everything that you have disclosed. So that already Oh, I have verbal violation. permission on recording anyways. From so, so then why are you asking for it? Because he, just to double protect ah, myself, okay. here's the thing. He openly on a recorded line acknowledged the debt and the settlement amount and specifically said you were going to be calling to pay the debt and to negotiate it. So are you rescinding your request for a power of attorney now by disclosing that further information? No, I got verbal authorization from him. Either way, I'm protected. But where originally you're saying, when did your services step in place for him? How long ago? Look, man. I mean, when he, was he enrolled it, with your company? You guys do not seem to be a legitimate outfit. I'm going to recommend that my client not deal with you guys at all. If you want to get paid, send something in writing, and we will proceed from there. And what do you want, the legal demand letter? Whatever you want to send, send it in writing, and we'll respond accordingly. All right, and to what address? Yours or Mr. Solicitor? You can send it to the list of Sims address. All right. I don't have an issue getting you a documentation. Send it over. I will. Absolutely. I'll get it in the mail today. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Bye. This call brings up so many red flags. A legitimate debt collector would have asked for a power of attorney right away. He would not have disclosed any of that information without the power of attorney being on file. Um, he also would have written me my mini Miranda rights, which they're obsessive about that. Even though technically I'm not the debtor, they still have to disclose that the call is an attempt to collect a debt and that any information obtained will be used for that purpose. These are all hyper-compliant um, issues that debt collectors really face nowadays. And the legitimate companies go over the top in compliance. They really go out of the way to make sure that they're meeting the rules and exceeding the rules. You know, they really go over the top. So when you run across a debt collector that's really lax on the rules or just doesn't follow the rules at all, it's a really big red flag that they're not a legitimate outfit. If they threaten you with a lawsuit, it's a really big red flag that they're not legitimate. If they don't ask for a power of attorney to talk to a third party, big red flag. If they call the third party and disclose dead information, that's a big red flag. If they call you before 8 a.m. or after 9 p.m., big red flag. And if they, if they don't send you what's called the first Dunning notice, which is essentially the first letter saying, we are ABC debt collections, we have been assigned this debt, and you can make arrangements to pay here, that's the first Dunning notice. By law, they have to send it. If they are unwilling or did not send that, again, a huge red flag. So guys, share this video with everybody that you know. Um, maybe somebody can benefit from this and you can save them from being scammed. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys later.